adoption. Domestic adoption law, whomi adopt, Filipino citizen and alien. Filipino citizen, of legal aids, in possession of full civil capacity and legal rights, of good moral character, has not been convicted of any time involving moral turpitude, emotionally and psychologically capable of caring for children, in a position to support and care for his legitimate and illegitimate children, in keeping with the means of the family, and at least 16 years older than the person to be adopted, unless the adopter is the natural parent of the child to be adopted, or the adopter is the spouse of the legitimate parent of the person to be adopted. On the other hand, on the part of the alien, possessing the same qualification as uh, stated for Philippine nationals, his or her country has diplomatic relations with the Philippines. He or she has been living in the Philippines for at least three continuous years prior to the filing of the application for adoption and maintains such residence until the adoption decree is entered. He or she has been certified by his or her diplomatic or consular office or any appropriate government agency that he or she has the legal capacity to adopt uh, in his or her country. Fourth, his or her government allows the adoptee to enter his or her country as is her adopted son and daughter. And requirements number three, which uh, been certified by his diplomatic or consular office. And four, uh, for uh, his government allows the adoptee to enter his country uh, can be waived in the following instances. If a former Filipino citizen who seeks to adopt a relative within the fourth degree of consanguinity or affinity, or one who seeks to adopt the legitimate child of his or her Filipino spouse, or one who is married to a Filipino citizen and seeks to adopt jointly with his or her spouse, a relative within the fourth degree of consanguinity or affinity of the Filipino spouse, and guardians with respect to the ward after the termination of the guardianship and clearance of his or her financial accountabilities. All statutory requirements for adoption must be met, and when a court issues an adoption decree, despite the fact that all the same requirements are not met, such decree is a nullity. Rule on adoption of spouse or by spouse. As a general rule, husband and wife shall jointly adopt, except one spouse seeks to adopt the legitimate son or daughter of the other. One spouse seeks to adopt his or her own legitimate son or daughter provided that the other spouse has signified his or her consent or the spouses are legally separated from each other. Let us note that in case husband and wife jointly adopt or one spouse adopts an illegitimate child of the other, joint parental authority shall be exercised. The law requires that for adoption to be valid, the spouse seeking to adopt must first obtain the consent of his or her spouse and the consent of the adopter's children 10 years old and above. To secure this, personal service of someone should have been affected on the spouse and all legitimate children to ensure that their substantive rights are protected. It is not enough to rely on constructive notice as in this case, surreptitious use of procedural technicalities cannot be privileged over substantive statutory rights. Who may be adopted? Keyword is bail or bailor. 1. Any person below 18 years of age who has been administratively or judicially declared available for adoption. Second, under RA 9523, a child which can be certified at last legally available for adoption includes a person below 18 years of age or a person over 18 years of age but is unable to fully take care of him or herself or protect him or herself from abuse, neglect, cruelty, exploitation, or discrimination because of physical or mental disability or condition. Third, Illegitimate son or daughter by a qualified adapter to improve his or her status to that of legitimacy. Legitimate son 
uh, or daughter of one spouse by the other spouse person of legal age if prior to the adoption said person has been consistently considered and treated by the adopter as his or her own child since minority and child was adoption has been previously rescinded or child was biological or adoptive parents have died provided that no proceedings shall be initiated within six months from the time of death of said parents. Note, a child refers to a person below 18 years of age. Written consent necessary for adoption. Keyword is A. Bliss. A. Adoptee if 10 years of age or over. B. Biological parents of the child if known or the legal guardian or the proper government instrumentality which has legal custody of the child. C. Legitimate and adopted children of the adopter and adoptee 10 years old or over. D. Illegitimate children of the adopter 10 years old over and living with him or her. And E. Spouse of the adopted if married. F. Spouse of the adopter if married. Effectivity of Decree of Adoption A decree of adoption is effective as the date the original part, uh, petition was filed. This also applies in case the petitioner dies before the issuance of the decree of adoption, where the petition for adoption was granted after the child killed a girl. No retroactive effect may be given to the decree of adoption so as to impose a liability upon the adopting parents accruing at a time when the adopting parents had no actual or physically custody of the adopted child. Retroactive effect may perhaps be given where such is essential to permit the accrual of some benefit or advantage in favor of the adopted child to hold that parental authority had been retroactively lodged in the adopting parents so as to burden them with liability for a tortious act that they could not have foreseen nor prevented would be unfair and unconscionable. Effects of Adoption Severance of all legal ties between the biological parents and the adoptee, and the same shall then be vested on the adopters, except in cases where the biological parent is the spouse of the adopter. B. Deemed a legitimate child of the adopter. C. Acquired reciprocal rights and obligations arising from parent-child relationship. D. Right to use surname of the adopter. And E. An illegitimate child adopted by her natural father can use as middle name her mother's maiden name. Rule on succession. In legal and interested succession, the adopters and the adoptee shall have reciprocal rights of succession without distinction from legitimate palliation. However, if the adoptee and his or her biological parents had left a will, the law on testamentary succession shall govern. Recession of adoption. Who may file? Only the adoptee may file for rescission of the adoption decree. The adopters may disinherit the adoptee for causes provided in Article 919 of the Civil Code. Note. If the adoptee is a minor or if over 18 years old but is incapacitated, he or she must be assisted by the DSWD as guardian or counsel. Grounds for rescission of adoption Repeated physical and verbal maltreatment by the adopters despite having undergone counseling or attempt on the life of the adoptee or sexual assault or violence or abandonment and failure to comply with parental obligations. Effects of the rescission of the adoption the parental authority of the adoptee's biological parents, if known, or the legal custody of the DSWD shall be restored if the adoptee is still a minor or incapacitated. B. The reciprocal rights and obligations of the adopters and the adoptee to its and other shall be extinguished. C. 
the court shall order the civil registrar to cancel the amended certificate of birth of the adoptee and restore his or her original birth certificate. The succession rights shall revert to its status prior to adoption, but only as of the date of judgment of judicial rescission. Vested rights acquired prior to judicial rescission shall be respected. The Law on Inter-Country Adoption Inter-Country Adoption refers to the socio-legal process of adopting a Filipino child by a foreigner or a Filipino citizen permanently residing abroad where the petition is filed. The supervised trial custody is undertaken and the decree of adoption is issued outside the Philippines. Note, a child refers to a person below 15 years of age unless sooner emancipated by law. Qualifications of the adapter An alien or a Filipino citizen permanently residing abroad may file an application for inter-country adoption of a Filipino child if 1. Comes from a country with whom the Philippines has diplomatic relations in whose government maintains a similarly authorized and accredited agency and that the adoption is allowed under his or her national laws. 2. Eligible to adopt under his or her national law. 3. Agrees to uphold the basic rights of the child as embodied under Philippine laws, the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child, and to abide by the rules and regulations issued to implement the provisions of this act. 4. Has not been convicted of a crime involving moral turpitude. 5. Has the capacity to act and assume all rights and responsibilities of parental authority under his national laws and has undergone appropriate counseling from an accredited counselor of his or her country. 6. At least 27 years of age and at least 16 years older than the child to be adopted at the time of application unless the adopter is the parent by nature of the child to be adopted or the spouse of such parent. 7. If married, his or her spouse must jointly file for the adoption. 8. Possesses all the qualifications and none of the disqualifications provided herein and in other applicable Philippine laws. And 9. In a position to provide the proper care and support and to give the necessary moral values and example of all his children, including the child to be adopted. Qualifications of the uh, adopted. Who may be adopted? Only the legally free child may be the subject of the inter-country adoption. Legally free child refers to a child who has been voluntarily or involuntarily committed to the, uh, the department as the dependent, abandoned, or neglected in accordance with the Child and Youth Welfare Code. No child shall be uh, matched to a foreigner or a foreign adoptive family unless it is satisfactorily shown that a child cannot be adopted locally. Limitation on voluntary committed children as a general rule, in case of a child who is voluntarily committed, the physical transfer of said child shall be made not earlier than six months from the date the deed of voluntary commitment was executed by child's biological parents. Exception, it does not apply to adoption by a relative or children with special medical conditions. Note, there are differences between the two laws in the definition of a child in the procedure where to file what petition may include publication requirements of revised trial custody qualifications of the adapter and who may be adapted, the court that issues decree of adoption or the family court versus parent country. Agency A contract whereby a person calls an agent, binds himself to render some service or to do something in representation or on behalf of another, who is the principal with the consent or authority of the latter in this relationship. Consequently, the agent must act and is bound according to the instructions of the principal. If there are goods involved, the principal remains the owner of the goods and retains the right to control the handling or the position thereof. What then are the obligations of the agent? Under the civil code, the principal obligations of an agent are 
1. To carry out the agency in accordance with its terms. 2. To answer for the damages which, through his non-performance, the principal may suffer. 3. To act in accordance with the instructions of the principal. 4. Not to carry out the agency if its execution would manifestly result in loss or damage to the principal. 5. To answer for damages should he prefer in case of conflict his own interest to those of the principal. 6. To render an account of his transaction and to deliver to the principal whatever he may have received by virtue of the agency. 7. To be responsible for the goods received by him, to sell on credit only with the consent of the principal, and to collect with due diligence the credits of the principal. 8. To, to answer for his fraud or negligence. On the other hand, in the absence of contractual stipulations to the contrary, the following are the obligations of the principal. A. To comply with all the obligations which the agent may have contracted within the scope of his authority. B. To advance to the agent should the latter so request the sums necessary for the execution of the agency. C. To reimburse the agent for all advances made by him provided the agent is free from fault. D. To indemnify the agent for all damages which the execution of the agency may have caused to the latter without fault or negligence on his part. E. To pay the agent the compensation agreed upon, or if no compensation was specified, the reasonable value of the agent's services. How are third parties or customers affected by the principal-agent relationship? What is the agent acted without authority? What if he acted under his own name? As to relations with third parties such as customers, the effects will vary depending on the authority of the agent and for whom the act was executed. However, the following principles may be or may serve as a guide. 1. If the agent acts with authority and on behalf of the principal, the transaction is valid. Hence, the principal is liable to the third party while the agent is not personally liable unless the, he bound himself. 2. If the agent acts with authority but in his own name, it is not binding on the principal who has no right of action against third persons with whom the agent has contracted. Neither have such persons against the principal. In such case, the agent is the one directly bound in favor of the person with whom he has contracted as if the transaction were his own, except when the contract involves things belonging to the principal. This shall be without prejudice to the actions between the principal and agent. If it involves things belonging to the principal, then the contract must be considered as entered into between the principal and the third person and consequently, if the obligations belong to the former to him alone, must also belong the rights arising from the contract. Third, if the agent acted without authority in his own name, it will not bind the principal. However, it shall be valid as regards to the agent, whether or, the thing or not the thing belongs to the principal, provided that at the time of delivery to the third party, the agent can legally transfer the ownership of the thing, such as when the agent becomes the owner of the thing. Otherwise, the agent shall be liable to the third party for breach of warranty against eviction or damages. Fourth, if the principal refuses to reimburse the agent for advances made by the latter necessary to carry out a, or to carry out the agency or does not indemnify the agent for damages that the latter suffered in executing the agency without fault or negligence, the agent may retain in pledge the goods and merchandise until the principal effects the reimbursement. However, it must be noted that under Article 1918 of the Civil Code, the principal is not liable for the expenses incurred by the agent in the following cases. A. 
keep the agent acted in contravention of the principal's instructions unless the latter should wish to avail himself of the benefits derived from the contract. B. When the expenses were due to the fault of the agent. C. When the agent incurred them with knowledge that an unfavorable result would ensue if the principal was not aware thereof. And D. When it was stipulated that the expenses would be borne by the agent or that the latter would be allowed only a certain sum. How is agency terminated? An agency may be terminated by agreement such as by the accomplishment of the object or purpose of the agency. Furthermore, it may be terminated by subsequent acts of the parties which may either be by the act of both parties or by mutual consent or by the unilateral act of one of them such as by its revocation or withdrawal of the agent. In addition, the agency may likewise be terminated or extinguished by operation of law, such as death, civil interdiction, insanity, or insolvency of the principal or agent, or the dissolution of the principal corporation. Agency By the contract of agency, a person binds himself to render some service or to do something in representation or in behalf of another with the consent or authority of the latter. Characteristics Consensual, perfected by the mere consent. The basis for agency is representation. On principal's part, there must be an intention to appoint or such intention is naturally inferable from words or actions. On part of the agent, there must be an intent to accept the appointment and act on it. In the absence of either, there is no agency. Nominate. It has own name. It will be an agency whether or not parties understood the exact nature of the relation. Preparatory. The object of agency is for the agent to enter on behalf of the principal and with the scope of his authority into juridical acts with third parties. And principal, it does not depend on another contract of its existence and validity. Unilateral or bilateral and primarily onerous. Unilateral if contract is gratuitous or it creates obligations for only one party, it is bilateral. Uh, if a contract is for compensation or gives rise to reciprocal rights and obligations. Note, agency is presumed to be for compensation unless there is proof to the contrary. The basis of representation is the acts of the agent on behalf of the principal within the scope of his authority produce the same legal and binding effects as if they were personally done by the principal. The distinguishing features of agency are uh, its uh, representative character and its derivative authority. As to purpose, Agency extend the personality of the principal through the facility of the agent. Parties to the contract of agency, the principal and the agent. The principal may be a natural or juridical person, must be capacitated, and uh, as a general rule, if a person is capacitated to act in his own right, he can act through an agent. The agent is not liable where he was ignorant of the principal incapacity. On the other hand, agent is like the principal. The agent may be either a natural or juridical person and must be capacitated, and one who is absolutely incapacitated, example, insane persons, cannot be an agent. Note, from the time the agent acts or transacts the business for which he has been employed in representation of another, a third party is added to the agency relationship, the party with whom the business is transacted. Essential Elements Consent of the parties to establish the relationship Object or subject matter of the contract is the to be uh, is the execution of a judicial act in relation to third persons. Agent acts as a representative, not for himself. And agent acts within the scope of his authority. Nature, forms, and kinds of agency. Nature. Since uh, it is a contract, there must be a meeting of the mind as a consent, object, and cause. 
exception to contract uh, or contractual nature when the agency is created by operation of law. Note, an illegal termination of agency does not justify reinstatement of the agent. The agency cannot be compelled by the courts to be reinstated because such relationship can only be given effect with the consent of the principal. Acts that cannot be done through an agent. Personal acts or making a will, exercise of right of suffrage, statements required to be made under oath, attending the meetings of board of directors or trustees of a corporation, agents prohibited from appointing a substitute. Criminal acts or acts not allowed by law, ownership of private agricultural lands by aliens through an agent, persons prohibited to acquire a property by reason of position or relation to the person cannot do the same through the mediation of another, participation in the commission of a crime, a person cannot escape punishment on the ground that he was merely an agent. Nature of relationship between principal and agent. Fiduciary based on trust and confidence, agent is stopped from asserting an interest adverse to his principles whether his own or that of an adverse party. Agent must not use or disclose secret information. Agent must give notice of material facts. Notes. Theory of imputed knowledge general rule. Knowledge of the agent is imputed to the principal even though the agent never communicated it to his principal. Exception. Where the interests of the agent are adverse to those of the principal, the agent's deed is not to disclose the information as where he is informed by way of confidential information. Agent acts in bad faith or where the person claiming the benefit of the rule colludes with the agent to defraud the principal. As to manner of creation, express agent was been explicitly authorized by the principal either orally or in writing and Implied agency is implied from the acts of the principal, from his silence or lack of action, or his failure to rebutate the agency knowing that another person is acting on his behalf without authority, or from the acts of the agent which carry out the agency. Other classification of agency as to character. It is gratuitous. Agent receives no compensation for his services. Oneros. Agent receives compensation for his services. As to extent of business of the principal, agency comprises all the business of the principal. As to authority conferred, quotes in general terms only acts of administration, quotes in specific terms only the performance of specific acts. As to nature and effects, ostensible and representative agent acts in the name and representation of the principal. Simple or commission agent acts in his own name but for the account of the principal. Forms of agency. General appointment of an agent may be oral or written, no formal requirement. Exception, when the law requires a specific form, example, sale of a piece of land or any interest therein through an agent, the agent's authority may be in, or may, uh, be in writing, otherwise the sale is void. How agency may be constituted from side of third parties. Agency is not presumed to exist. Persons dealing with an agent must ascertain not only the fact of agency, but also the nature and extent of his authority. He must require the presentation of the power of attorney or the instruction as regards the agency. Agency by stoppel with respect to third parties. One who clothes another with apparent authority or is a, as his agent and holds him out to be a public as such cannot be permitted to deny the authority of such person to act as his agent to the prejudice of innocent third parties dealing with such person in good faith and the following pre-assumptions or deductions which the law expressly directs to be made from particular facts are deemed conclusive. Compensation. General rule. Agency is presumed to be for compensation unless there is proof of or to the contrary. The agent does not have to prove that the agency is for compensation. Exception. The presumption that the agency is for compensation is prima facie, meaning it may be disproved by contrary evidence. 
broker negotiates contracts relative to property in behalf of others and for a compensation or fee. Difference of agency from a broker. A broker brings parties together and parties agree to enter into a contract. A broker is not necessarily an agent of either party and negotiate contracts relative to property in behalf of others and for compensation or fee and does not have authority to bind the parties. Thus, in Litunha case, the court said that the real estate broker, not an agent, is one who negotiates the sale of real properties. His authority is to find a buyer or seller who wishes to purchase or sell or a property on terms agreed upon by the parties. He has no authority to bind the parties in the contract of sale. His authority is to find a buyer or seller and not to sell the property. Thus, there is no need of a special pa of, or power of attorney under Article 1878. When broker entitled to compensation, whenever he brings to his principal a party who is able and willing to take the property and enter into a valid contract upon the terms named by the principal, although the particulars may be arranged and the matter negotiated and completed between the principal and the purchaser directly. Second, a broker is not entitled to commission for unsuccessful efforts. Third, the broker should be paid his commission where he is the efficient procuring cost in bringing the sale. Efficient procuring costs. When there is a close proximate in causal connection between the efforts and labor of the agent and the principal sale of property. Question. Will a broker be paid if the transaction was effected after the expiration of his authority? Answer. The broker should be paid his commission. Where is the efficient procuring cost in bringing the sale? Is the efficient procuring cost when there is a close proximate in causal connection between the efforts and labor of the agent, the principal sale of property? Law on double agency. If two or more persons have appointed an agent for a common transaction or undertaking, this shall be solidarily liable to the agent for all the consequences of the agency. Requisites for principal to be bound by act of agent. The agent must act on behalf of the principal and the agent must act within the scope of his authority. When principal is not bound by, by act of agent, general rule, the agent acts without or beyond the scope of his authorization in the principal's name. Exception, where the principal has ratified the acts of the agent expressly or impliedly. If an agent acts in his own name, he and not the principal is the one bound to the third person. The principal would not have right of action in such case unless the transaction involves things belonging to him. Note, the agent is not deemed to have exceeded his authority should he perform the agency in a manner more advantageous to the principal than the indicated by him since he is authorized to do such acts as may be conducive to the accomplishment of the purpose of the agency. In the absence of an agreement to the contrary, a managing agent, or that is one entrusted with the care and management of a business, may enter into contracts that he deems reasonably necessary or requires for the protection of the interests of his principal entrusted to his management. Forms of acceptance by agent, express and implied. Express when it is oral or written, it is implied when it can be inferred from the acts of the agent which carry out the agency or promise silence or inaction according to the circumstances. Between persons who are present, there is an uh, uh, implied acceptance if the principal delivers his power of attorney to the agent and the latter receives it without any objection. Between persons who are absent, general rule, acceptance not deemed implied from the silence of the agent. Exceptions when the principal transmits his power of attorney to the agent who receives it without any objection. When the principal entrusts to him by letter or telegram a power of attorney with respect to the business in which he is habitually engaged as an agent and he did not reply to the letter or telegram. Question. 
how is implied acceptance manifested as between persons who are present and those who are absent? As between persons who are present, the acceptance of the agency may be implied if the principal delivers his power of attorney to the agent and the latter receives it without any objection. Meanwhile, as to those who are absent, the acceptance of the agency cannot be implied from the silence of the agent except when the principal delivers his power of attorney to the agent who receives it without any objection or when the principal entrusts to him by letter or telegram a power of attorney in which he is habitually engaged as an agent and he did not reply to the letter or telegram. Note, universal agent, one who employed to do all acts which the principal may personally do and which he can lawfully delegate to another the power of doing, whether it covers legal matters, attorney at laws versus attorney in fact, attorney at law, a practitioner in a court of law who is legally qualified to prosecute and defend actions in such court, while attorney in fact is an attorney in fact is simply an agent whose authority is strictly limited by the instrument appointing him, though he may do things not mentioned in his appointment necessary to the performance of the duties specifically required of him by the power of attorney appointing him, such authority necessarily being implied. Uh, an attorney in fact is not necessarily a lawyer. Whether it covers acts of administration or acts of dominion, general power versus special power of attorney. Power of attorney is an instrument in writing by which the principal appoints his agent and confers authority to do specific acts on behalf of the principal. Its primary purpose is to evidence the agents authorized to third parties with whom the agent deals. Construction of power of attorney. General rule, strictly construed to grant only those specified powers, exception, when strict construction will defeat the very purpose of the power. Ways of giving notice of uh, agency and its effect. By special information, the person appointed as agent is considered as such with respect to the person to whom it was given. By public advertisement, the agent is considered as such with regard to any person. Agency codes and general terms covers only mere acts of administration, not acts of dominion. Even if the principal should state that he withholds no power, the agent may execute such acts as he may be considered appropriate and the agency should authorize a general and unlimited management. How to constitute contracts of agency? Contracts of agency as well as general powers of attorney must be interpreted in accordance with the language used by the parties. The real intention of the parties is primarily determined from the language used and gathered from the whole instrument. In case of doubt, resort must be had to the situation, context, and relations to the parties. The intention of the parties must be sustained, not defeated. If the contract is open to two constructions, one of which would uphold the intention while the other would overthrow it, the former is to be chosen. Cases where pa a special power of attorney is necessary to make such payments are not usually considered as acts of administration to effect novations which put an end to obligations already in existence at the time of the agency was constituted to compromise to submit questions to arbitration to renounce the right to appeal from a judgment to waive objections to the venue of an action or to abandon a prescription already acquired to waive any obligation gratuitously, to enter any, uh, any contract by which the ownership of an immovable is transmitted or acquired either gratuitously or for available consideration to make gifts, except uh, customary ones for charity or those made to employees in a business managed by the agent to loan or borrow money unless the latter act 
be urgent and indispensable for the preservation of the things which are under administration to lease in a real property to another person for more than one year to bind the principal to render some service without compensation to bind the principal in a contract of partnership to obligate the principal as a guarantor or surety to create or convey real rights over immovable property to accept or repudiate an inheritance to ratify or recognize obligation contracted before the agency and any other acts of strict dominion. Note, a special power of attorney is not required to execute a deed of partition because a partition is a conveyance of real property. Note, a special power of attorney is strictly construed. Hence, the Act under Article 1878 so to be authorized must be clearly stated. A special power of attorney must express the powers of the agent in clear and unmistakable language for the principal to confer the right upon an agent. However, Article 1878 does not state that the authority to be in writing as long as the mandate is expressed such authority may either be oral or written. The requirement under Article 1878 refers to the nature of authorization and not to its form. The special power of attorney can be included in the general power when it specifies therein the act or transaction for which the special power is required. Question. A borrowed money from C on behalf of B without B's knowledge. C sought to recover from A but to no avail. He thereafter sends several demand letters to be asking for the payment. B now contends that he should not be liable because there was no loan between him and C since he did not give a special power of attorney for the borrowing of money. Is B correct? Yes, Article 1878 of Civil Code provides that a special power of attorney is necessary in order to loan or borrow money unless the latter act be urgent and indispensable for the preservation of the things which are under administration. Such authorization, however, need not be in writing as long as the mandate is expressed. Such authority may either oral or written. Powers not included the power of mortgage to sell to execute a second mortgage and to mortgage for the agents or any third person's benefit unless clearly indicated. Powers not included the power to compromise, submission to arbitration, agency to estoppel. There is really no agency at all, but the alleged agents seem to have apparent or ostensible, although not real, authority to represent another. Note, if a person especially informs another or states by public advertisement that he has given a power of attorney to a third person, the latter thereby becomes a duly authorized agent in the former case with respect to the person who received the special information and the latter case with regard to any person. Even when the agent has exceeded his authority, the principal is solidarily liable with the agent if the former allowed the latter to act as though he had full powers. Requisites of uh, uh, agency by Stoppel. The principal manifested a representation of the agent's authority or knowing allowed the agent to assume such authority. The third person in good faith relied upon such representation and relying upon such representation, such third person has changed his position to his detriment. An authority uh, embodied in a letter is sufficient. Instances creating an agency by operation of law. The agent must finish the business already begun on the death of the principal should delay and entail any danger. In case a person declines an agency, he is bound to observe the diligence of a good father of a family in the custody and preservation of the goods forwarded to him by the owner until the latter should appoint an agent. The agent, even if he should withdraw from the agency for a valid reason, must continue to act until the principal has had reasonable opportunity to take the necessary steps to meet the situation. Anything done by the agent without knowledge of the death of the principal or of any other cause which extinguishes the agency is valid and shall be fully effective within respect to third persons who may have contracted with him in good faith. 
If the agent dies, the heirs must notify the principal thereof and in the meantime adopt such measures as the circumstances may demand in the interest of the latter. How agency is revoked? Principal may revoke the agency, express or implied at will, and compel agent to return the document evidencing the agency. Agency has been entrusted for purpose of contracting with specified persons. Revocation will not prejudice specified persons if they were not notified. If the agent had general powers, revocation does not prejudice third persons who acted in good faith and without knowledge of the revocation. Notice of revocation in a newspaper of general circulation is a sufficient warning. The appointment of a new agent for the same business or transaction revokes the previous agency from the day on which notice was given to the former agent. Agency is revoked and principal directly manages the business entrusted to the agent dealing directly with third persons. When two or more principals have granted the power of attorney for a common transactions, any one of them may revoke the same without the consent of the others. A general power of attorney is revoked by special one granted to another agent as regards the special matter involved in the latter. The power shall continue to be in full force until the notice is rescinded in the same manner as it was constituted. However, constitution by special information may be revoked by notice in a legal newspaper provided it can prove that third person in question read the revocation. Obligations of the agent. General obligations of the agent to the principal. Act with utmost good faith, a loyalty for the furtherance of principal interests, obey principal's instructions, and exercise reasonable care. General obligation of agent who accepts the agency. The agent is bound by his acceptance to carry out the agency and is liable for the damages which, through his non-performance, the principal may suffer. He must also finish the business already begun on the death of the principal, should delay until, or until any danger. Specific obligations of the agent carry out the agency answer for damages which through his non-performance the principal may suffer, finish the business already begun or the death of the principal should delay entail any danger, exception to the rule that uh, that distinguishes agency. Observe the diligence of a good father of a family in the custody and preservation of the goods forwarded to him by the owner in case of he declines an agency until an agent is appointed. Advance necessary funds if there be a stipulation to do so except when the principal is insolvent. Act in accordance with the instructions of the principal and in default thereof to do all the good father of the family would do. Exceptions to the rule that the agent must not depart from the instructions of a principal. There is a sudden emergency if the instructions are ambiguous, if the departure is so insubstantial that it does not affect the result and the principal suffers no damage thereby, not to carry out the agency, it would manifestly result in loss of damage to the principal, answer for damages if there being a conflict between his or her principal interest, uh, he prepares his own, not to loan to himself if he has been authorized to loan money or at interest, render an account of his transactions and deliver to the principal whatever he may have received by virtue of the agency. If the agent fails to deliver and instead converts or appropriates for his own use the money or property belonging to his principal, he may be charged with estafa, be responsible in certain cases for the act of the substitute appointed by him, and pay interest on funds he has applied to his own use. Obligation of agent who declines agency in case a person declines an agency, he is bound to observe the diligence of a good father family in the custody and preservation of the goods provided to him by the owner until the latter would appoint an agent. The owner shall as soon as practicable either appoint an agent or take charge of the goods. When agent has a right to disobey the principal instructions, when the instructions calls for the performance of illegal acts, where he is privileged to do so to protect his security in the subject matter of the agency, when obligation to account not applicable, 
if the agent acted only as a middleman with the task of merely bringing together the vendor and the vendors. If the agent had informed the principal of the gift bonus profit received from the purchaser and his principal did not object it, where a right of lien exists in favor of the agent, when agent may incur personal liability, when the agent expressly finds himself, when the agent exceeds his authority, when agent based act prevents performance on the part of the principal, and when a person acts as an agent without authority or without a principal, a person who supports to act as agent of an incapacitated principal. Appointment of sub-agent. If the principal has not prohibited the agent from appointing a substitute, the principal will be liable to third persons for the acts of the sub-agent within the scope of his authority. If there is a prohibition but nevertheless the agent appoints a sub-agent, all the sub-agent's acts are void as to the principal and the agent will be personally liable as to third parties. If there is authority to appoint and sub-agent is not designated by the principal, the agent will be liable for all the acts of the sub-agent. The sub-agent is notoriously incompetent or insolvent. If there is authority to appoint and sub-agent is designated by the principal, the agent is released from any liability from the acts of the sub-agent and the principal shall be liable. If the appointment of sub-agent is not prohibited, it shall be valid if it is beneficial to the principal, but should the principal incur damage due to such appointment, the agent shall be primarily, or primarily responsible for the acts of the sub-agent. Question. A constituted B as his agent. Can B appoint a substitute? Yes, the agent may appoint a substitute or sub-agent if the principal has not prohibited him from doing so, but he shall be responsible for the acts of the substitute. When he was not given the power to appoint one, when he was given such power but without designating the person and the person appointed was notoriously incompetent or insolvent, if there is a prohibition, B cannot do so unless he seeks this consent of the principal. Responsibility of two or more agents appointed simultaneously. They have jointly or they are jointly liability. Exception when solidarity has been uh, or solidarity has been expressly stipulated. In which case, each of the agents become solidarily liable for the non-fulfillment of the agency and for the fault or negligence of his fellow agents. Exception to the exception when one of the other agent or agents acts beyond the scope of authority or innocent agent is not liable. Doctrine of agency by necessity. An agency can never be created by necessity. What is actually created is additional authority and an agent appointed and authorized before the emergency arose. The existence of emergency or other unusual condition may operate to invest in an agent authority to meet the emergency provided. The agent's enlarged authority is exercised for the principal's protection. The agent is unable to communicate with principal. The means adapted are reasonable under the circumstances. The emergency really exists. Effect where third person aware of limits of agent's power. If the agent exceeds his authority, it shall be void unless the principal ratifies it. When third persons can repudiate the contract before actual ratification by the principal or before the principal has signified his willingness to ratify the agent's acts, effect of the principal receiving the benefits of the transaction he is deemed to have ratified it. A principal may not accept the benefits of a transaction and at the same time repudiate its burdens. Conditions for ratification. The principal must have capacity and power to ratify, have a knowledge of material facts, and must ratify the acts in its entirety. The act must be capable of ratification. The acts must be done on behalf of the principal. To be effective, ratification need not be communicated or made known to the agent or a third party. The act or conduct of the principal rather than his communication is the key. But before ratification, the third party is free to revoke the authorized or unauthorized contract. Effects of ratification 
With respect to agent reliefs, the agent from liability to third party offer the unauthorized transaction to his principal for acting without authority may recover compensation. With respect to principal, assumes responsibility for the unauthorized act as if the agent had acted under original authority but not liable for acts outside the authority approved by his certification. With respect to third person, bound by ratification to the same extent as to the ratified act had been authorized cannot raise the question of the agent's authority to do so the or to do the ratified act. Note there is ratification when the principal sues to enforce the contract entered into by the authorized agent. However, there is no such certification if the principal's action is brought to avert a greater loss rather than to assert again. Note the agent is responsible not only for fraud but also for negligence which shall be judged with more or less rigor by the courts according to the whether the agency was or was not for compensation, obligations, rules for commission agents. Commission agents, one whose business is to receive and sell goods for a commission and who is entrusted by the principal with the possession of goods to be sold and usually selling in his own name, obligations of a commission agent. Responsible for the goods received by him as described in the consignment unless upon receiving them he should make a written statement of the damage and deterioration suffered by the same. If goods are of the same kind and marked but belonging to different owners make a distinction by countermarks and designate the merchandise respectively belonging to its principal, he cannot without consent of the principal sale on credit should he though principal may demand a payment in cash but a commission agent entitled to any interest or benefits which may result from such sale. If an agent receives guarantees commission, uh, a deal credit agent, he shall bear the risk of collection and shall pay the principal the proceeds of the sale on the same terms agreed upon with the purchaser. The agent shall be liable for damages if he does not collect the credits of his principal at a time when they become due and demandable unless he proves that he exercised due diligence for that purpose. Obligations of the principal. Obligations of the principal to the agent. Comply with all the obligations agent contracted in the presentation of the principal. Advance sums necessary for the execution of the agency when agent so requires liable for reimbursement regardless uh, of the understanding access whenever agent and advance and has no fault includes interest. Reimburse the agent for all advances made by him provided the agent is free from fault. Indemnified agent for all damages which the execution of the agency may have caused the latter without fault or negligence on his part. Pay the agent the compensation agreed upon or the reasonable uh, uh, sale of the latter services. Liability of third persons to the principal. In contract, a third person is liable to the principal upon contracts entered into by his agent as if the contract has been entered into by the principal. In third, the third person, third liability to the principal insofar as the agent is involved in the third, arises in three situations where the third person's damages or injuries property or interest of the principal or injures property or interest of the principal in the possession of the agent, where the third person's colludes with the agent to injure or defraud the principal, and where uh, the third person induces the agent to violate his contract with the principal to betray the trust reposed upon him by the principal. Rules on liability of two or more principals, requisites for solidary liability of principals. There are two or more principals. The principals have all concurred in the appointment of the same agent. The agent is appointed for common transaction or undertaking. Note the rule in Article 1915 applies even when the appointments were made by the principals in separate acts provided that they are for the same transaction. The solidarity, or the solidarity arises from the common interest of the principals and not from the act of constituting the agency. 
The principal is not bound by the acts of the authorized agent where the latter failed to include in the mortgage that she was acting for and on behalf of her principal. And the RIM explicitly on its face that it was signed by agent in her own name and personal capacity. That her party bank has no one to blame but itself. Not only did act with undue haste when it granted and released the loan, but it also acted negligently in preparing the REM as it failed to indicate that the agent was signing it for and on behalf of the principal. Rule where two persons contract separately with agent and principal. Two persons may contract separately with the agent and the principal with regard to the same thing if the two contracts are incompatible with each other, the one of prior date shall be preferred. This is subject, however, to the rules on double sales under Article 1544. That is for movables, first in possession, first in right, for immovables, first to register in good faith, first in right, absent in inscription, first in possession, or party who presents all this title acquires ownership. Agents' rights of retention, specific only for those goods connected with the agency and until the principal affects the enforcement and pays the indemnity. Principal celebrities for expenses. General rule, principal is liable for the expenses incurred by the agent. Exceptions, if the agent acted in contravention of the principal instructions unless the latter should wish to avail himself of the benefits derived from the contract. When the expenses were due to the fault of the agent, when the agent incurred them with knowledge that an unfavorable result would ensure if the principal was not aware thereof, when it was stipulated that the expenses would be borne by the agent or that the latter would be allowed only a certain sum, who can be stopped to deny agency? Estopel of agent. One of professing to act as agent is stopped to deny his agency both as against his asserted principal and the third person interested in the transaction in which he is engaged. Is topelled by the principal as to agent. One knowing another in acting was his agent in fails to repudiate his acts or accept the benefits of them will be stopped to deny the agency as against as other. As to sub-agent for the principal to be stopped from denying his liability to another person, he must have known or be charged with knowledge of the transaction and the terms of the agreement between the agent and the sub-agent. As to third persons, one who knows that another is acting as his agent or permitted another to appear as his agent to the injury of third persons who have dealt with the apparent agent as such in good faith and in the exercise of reasonable prudence is stopped to deny the agency. Stopped by third person. A third person having dealt with one as an agent may be stopped to deny the agencies against the principal agent or third persons in interest. Stopped of the government. Government neither stopped by the mistakes or error of its agents may be stopped through affirmative acts of its officers acting within the scope of their authority. A principal may be held liable under the doctrine of apparent authority when the principal celebrity arises from his manifestations of the existence of the agency which need not be expressed but may be general and implied or acts of the agent which suggest the existence of a principal agency relationship which are known to the principal and which the principal does not deny the reliance of third persons upon the conduct of the principal or agent. Agency by Stoppel Principal may revoke the agency at will. Exception, agency coupled with interest. When a bilateral contract depends upon the agency, when the agency is the means of fulfilling an obligation already contracted, when a partner is appointed as a manager of a partnership in the contract of partnership and his removal from the management is unjustifiable. Exception to the exception, when the agent acts to defraud the principal. Revocation or implied revocation of agency. 
principal appoints a new agent for the same business or transaction only if there is incompatibility. Effective as between the principal and the agent only if communicated to the agent does not prejudice rights of third persons acting in good faith without knowledge of the revocation. Principal directly manages the business entrusted to the agent or deals directly with third persons. Effect of issuance of special power of attorney general power is impliedly broke as to matters covered by the special power because a special power naturally prevails over a general power. Principal celebrity for damages despite revocation. If the agency was constituted for a fixed period, the principal shall be liable for damages occasioned by the wrongful discharge of the agent before the expiration of the period fixed. Even if there was no time fixed for the continuance of the agency, but the agent can prove that the principal acted in bad faith by rebooking the agency in order to avoid the payment of commission about to be earned, the principal can be held liable for damages. Necessity of Notice of Revocation agent notice is always necessary sufficient notice if the party to be notified actually knows or has reason to know a pack indicating that his authority has been terminated or suspended revocation without notice to the agent will not render invalid and act done in pursuance of the authority as to third persons notice necessary as to former customers notice must be given to them because they always assume the continuance of the agency relationship as to other persons notice by publication is enough effect of extinguishment without notice Act of agent deemed valid insofar as third parties acting in good faith and without knowledge of revocation. Modes of extinguishment By the expiration of the period for which the agency was constituted by the death, civil interdiction, insanity, or insolvency of the principal or the agent, by the withdrawal of the agent, by the accomplishment of the object or purpose of the agency, by its revocation, and by the dissolution of the firm or corporation which instructed or accepted the agency. Continuance of agency. Parties must be present, capacitated, and solvent. Modes of extinguishing an agency. Generally, uh, by agreement, subsequent acts of the parties, which may either by the act of both parties or by mutual consent, by the unilateral act of one of them, by operation of law. What happens if the subject matter of the agency is lost or destroyed? General rule. In the absence of any agreement by the parties to the contrary, the loss or destruction of the subject matter of the agency terminates the agent's authority to deal with reference to it. Exception, if it is possible to substitute other material for that which was destroyed without substantial detriment to either party. If the destroyed subject matter was not in fact essential to the contract and a partial loss or destruction agency may continue in existence as to other party not affected. If the loss is due to a breach or wrongful act of the principal, he liable for damages. Forms of renunciation. It is not always necessary for the agent to renounce the agency expressly. He can do so impliedly, such as where he has conducted himself in a manner incompatible with his duties as agent, when he abandons the object of his agency and acts for himself in committing a fraud upon his principals, and when he files a complaint against the principal and adopts an antagonistic attitude towards him, exception to the extinguishment by death. If the agency is coupled with an interest, if the act of the agent was executed without the knowledge of the death of the principal and the third person who contracted with the agent acted in good faith, to avoid damage, if it has been constituted in the common interest of the principal and of the agent or in the interest of the third person who has accepted the stipulation is paper, can the heirs continue the agency? General rule agency calls for personal services on the part of the agents. Rights and obligations are not transmissible. Exception, agency by operation of law or a presumed or tacit agency. Agency is coupled with the interest in the subject matter of the agency. Example, power of sale in a mortgage. Revocation, 
is the termination of the agency by the subsequent act of the principal renunciation withdrawal termination of the agency by the subsequent act of the agent. May the agency be extinguished at will. Agent may do so, but subject to the contractual obligations owing to the principal, that is, fixed period of time for the agency or purpose not yet accomplished expressly or impliedly, conducted himself in a manner incompatible with his duties, abandons the object of agency and acts for himself in committing a fraud upon his principal, he files a complaint against the principal and adopts an antagonistic attitude towards him, and the mere fact that the agent violates the principal's instructions does not amount to renunciation, but that may render him liable for damages. Anticrisis Anticrisis is a contract whereby the creditor acquires the right to receive the fruits of unmovable of the debtor with obligation to apply them to the payment of the interest if owing and thereafter to the principal of the credit. Characteristics Accessory contract, it secures the performance of a principal obligation. A formal contract, it must be in specified uh, form to be valid amount of principal and interest must be in writing. Special requisites 1. Only the fruits of an immobile property. 2. Delivery of the immobile is necessary for the creditor to receive the fruits and that the contract shall be binding. 3. Amount of principal and interest must be specified in writing, otherwise void. And 4. Express agreement that debtor will give possession of the property to creditor and that the latter will apply the fruits to the interest, if any, then the principal of his credit. Note, the obligation to pay interest is not essential in a contract of anticrisis, there being nothing in the code to show that anticrisis is only applicable to securing the payment of interest-bearing loans. On the contrary, anticrisis is susceptible of guaranteeing all kinds of obligations, pure or conditional. Obligations of an anticritic creditor 1. To pay taxes and charges on the estate including necessary expenses. The creditor is obliged to pay the taxes and charges upon the estate unless there is a stipulation to the contrary. If he does not pay the taxes, then he will be obliged to pay indemnity for damages to the debtor. Note, creditor may avoid said obligation by compelling debtor to reacquire enjoyment of the property or by stipulation to the contrary, to apply all the fruits after receiving them to the payment of interest if owing and thereafter to the principal, to render an account of the fruits to the debtor and to bear the expenses necessary for its preservation and repair. Remedies of creditor in case of non-payment of debt. Action for specific performance or petition for the sale of the real property as in foreclosure of mortgages under Rule 68 of the Rules of Court. Note, the parties, however, may agree on an extrajudicial foreclosure in the same manner as they are allowed in contracts of mortgage and plans. A stipulation authorizing the anticritic creditor to appropriate the property upon the non-payment of the debt within the agreed period is void.